everyone, welcome back to Fostering Growth with Laura and Ryan. <laughs> Thank you for keeping the music going. Got your back, Laura. I got your back. <laughs> All right. So today, man, today we have uh, kind of like a theme. First, first kind of theme that we're trying to throw out there. You know, trying new new things to keep uh, the entertainment going. And you know, also have that. Um, what is it? What did you call it? The the, the really? <laughs> authenticity, <laughs> genuine. Probably yeah. is that, like being genuine about it, but like you know, having like something to talk about. And, well, and, we wanted to also like make it make things um, a little more organized for you guys and uh, uh, a little more fun, you know. So we decided like let's uh, spice things up a bit. So generally, what we want to probably do is. We want to have a core topic that we want to address with you guys. And then we're going to have a couple fun segments, you know, quotes, music. That's on the agenda for today. So really excited that we're going to get this ball rolling. Yeah. And um, so today we kind of wanted to talk about positive habits, um, you know, to kind of create or think about. Um, sometimes it could be scary. I know that I've been kind of going through that, um, trying to make small changes instead of those big changes that you're like, all right, I'm just going to stop drinking soda at all. And sometimes it doesn't work. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know, um, but we just kind of wanted to, you know, have something um, that has been working for us and something that we've been kind of working on on ourselves and, you know, share it with you guys as well. Yeah. And it's, it's funny because, you know, everybody's different, right. And everybody has different things. There's no one, you know, one size fits all. Mm-hmm. So it's, I think Laura, brought up a really good point. Like you don't want your habits or eliminating the bad habits too dramatic or too steep, where you can set yourself up to fail. Don't set the bar too high. It's, it, it's like baby steps and there's nothing wrong with a small victory. It's better than no victory at all. Yeah. So, you know, Laura has, um, you know, thought of some, uh, um, thought of some of her positive habits that she's been implementing in her life. I decided to jot down some of the ones that I've been putting into my life. And it's not any one huge thing. It's a lot of little things that we can just slowly, you know, piece together brick by brick. And, you know, over the long term, it makes a huge impact. Yeah. And I mean, you'll probably hear of some of the things that I said that I've talked about, you know, in previous episodes. And we've, we're all just working towards bettering ourselves and, you know, bettering, um, you know, our goals or like making them more uh, appropriate. Like Ryan said, um, you know, so you're not so stressed about it or you're not putting too much pressure on yourself. Cause I tend to do that a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's why. <laughs> and so um, I'll go ahead and start with like, my first one is something that I've implemented uh, like, you know, with exercise, I know I've talked about, you know, joining the gym um, and then having that gym partner or something. Uh, I, you know, tried my best on doing that, had gym partners as well. And then sometimes, you know, life happens, they're gone. Then I try to do it by myself and this insecurity in my head that I'm just like, no. And then there's times that I'm like, I'm just really tired because I was doing it after work and all that. So I was just putting too much pressure on myself and being like, I'm not exercising. I'm not doing this, what I was supposed to be doing or what I said I was doing. And, you know, so I was like, okay, let's turn it around instead of focusing on, oh my God, I failed focus on, okay, maybe I have to make it smaller. So one of the things that I, you know, started doing, um, with like home workouts, trying my best, you know, but 
you're so close to your bed. You're like, all right, I worked out for 10 minutes. I'm just going to go lay down for a while. And I've brought that up so many times because it, it happens so much. Like I try myself, I try to discipline myself. And then I'm like, all right, I'm tired. I'm done. I'm sore today. I'm just going to do a little bit. And it just doesn't help. And so I started having like these daily, like mental health walks and um, trying to uh, uh, schedule them at a time where I'm like, it's not like, okay, I'm rushing. It has to be, you know? So for example, I pick up um, my son, Jordan from school and I'm like, all right, first thing we're going to do is like get home, you know, maybe get a snack in and then let's go for a walk. And, you know, we take our dog Chewy. And so it, it, it helps me like bond with him as well so that he's not also like stuck on TV and it like exercises him as well, you know? Mm. Um, but I see that in myself, I, you know, daily taking these daily walks, like just being outside, you know, in the fresh air, it kind of clears your mind. You're not at home stuck about thinking like, oh, I need to do this. I need to do that. Or even when you're exercising, like, it's just like, oh, okay, I need to focus on this or focus on that. And I think the daily walks have been able to make me um, ease into that, like ease into exercising and not putting that much stress on myself. And then I also like bond with my kid, like, you know, talk about how his school was and, you know, um, how, how he thinks about certain things. Like I'll ask him like these questions, you know, trying to get to know him. It's kind of yeah, weird. You know, just having some kind of interaction. Yeah. Like know? it's kind of weird to say like, I'm trying to get to know my kid, but it's just like, it's true. Like he's growing. He's seven now. He has his own thoughts, his own personality. And I'm just like, sometimes I look at him and I'm like, where did that come from? And then I remember, Oh yeah, I'm your brother. I'm just kidding. But at times, like, it's just, it's, it's something that I implemented with like, okay, my daily walk is like my exercise and Mm -hmm. I get to bond with my kid and, you know, get him into the habit of like, let's go outside. Let's not just be stuck inside the house all day. And so it's been really helping me out to like, not thinking like, oh, I'm not doing anything anymore. I'm not exercising. Well, at least I took a walk, you know? Right. That's one of the ones. That's a really good thing too. And um, my wife and I you know, incorporate that thinking same way as like uh, picking up, like my wife, you know, I'm a night worker, so I'm asleep. But when my mm-hmm. son needs to get to school, some, you know, my wife walks um, with him to school and she's told me that it helps with her mental health, just getting out of the house. Cause she's always home all day, every day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as human beings, we're not meant to be cooped up in boxes, you know, every day, all day, which, but society has kind of groomed us to be comfortable with that but you know psychologically it's not it's not um very good for us and to go out and you know to see the trees and the sky and the birds (laughs) and stuff like that it actually does give you a lot of benefit um people who go hiking i'm not saying you need to go hiking but you know people who do go and surround themselves with nature when i the people I know who do that consistently, mm-hmm. they have this, this unique calm mm-hmm. with them. You know, they're like, oh, I hike because they, it's part of what you're saying, exercising, mm-hmm. you're getting out into nature and you're able to kind of just change, um, change gears, yeah. you know, and you're out of that stress. You're out of the, you know, the possibly the messy house or, oh, I got to do the dishes. Oh, I got to do this. Oh, that reminds me of work. I got to work later. No, just enjoy the scenery. You know what I mean? And in, yeah. <laughs> and in your case, you know, kill two birds with one stone. Mm-hmm. You get to bond with your kid. 
you know, yeah, and I get to walk the dog as well. <laughs> exactly. So you're getting the, so you're getting work done too. You know, you're handling your business. So when I, um, but when I wake up, it's usually a couple hours before my son gets out of school mm. and I'll try to make it a point to walk with my wife to go pick him up. Oh, so that okay. way I can be there. Cause mm. like, sometimes I'm not, but sometimes he like, it's a nice surprise for me. He's like, Oh, dad's here too. Yeah. And stuff. And then I can try to be more a part of his life, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, like you're saying, like getting to know your child. Well, when your kids are in school, they're living a different life. Yeah. They have no parent. The parents, the teacher, mm-hmm. and they have a bunch of kids their age, you know, and they're talking right. about their own stuff. And so, yeah, it's almost like they are a different person for six hours. You know, so I could totally see how all that would be beneficial to you. Yeah, it's it's been great. I mean, I'm telling you, this kid, this kid is something else. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, growing boy, they they can get chaotic and it's good for them to get outside, man, because you try to contain you try to contain like my eight year old son. If you keep him in the indoors all the time. Oh, my goodness. You got Tasmanian devil. And I'm not even. I'm not even over-exaggerating. Like the sounds <laughs> that fly out of his mouth is Tasmanian devil. He's just like, you know, and I'm like, dude, yeah. you're a little tornado. Let's get outside. Right. <laughs> and then it's, it's fun to have them both together. Cause then the house is shaking. <laughs> it's funny today. He was actually t- telling me like, Oh, um, so I'm not going to be here this weekend, but like next weekend when I'm here, like uh, I'm going to go with my friends, Adam and Lily. Okay. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like he was letting me know. He wasn't even asking like, Hey, can we go? He was like, so next week when I'm here, <laughs> I'm going to go to their house. All right. And I'm like, all right, let's go. I love that. Jordan just makes the plans. He's like, Hey, so you're on my schedule. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm going to go over here and I need to go over there. And then we need to do this. And I'm like, all right. Yes, sir. Yes. All right. Right away. <laughs> hey, but he's so confident. Fair. That's good, though. Like at his age, he has confidence. So that's, you know, that's really good. Um, did you want to did you want to just run through your list and then then I'll run through mine? Or do we want to go back and forth? Well, let's go back and forth because then okay. I'm going to be talking and people are going to be like, shut. The- <laughs> no. <laughs> so. All right, then. Well, then I'm going to I'm going to kind of piggyback off of you because uh, one of my um, I say good habits is, is for, it's also has to do with working out and, you know, tip number one, never put a weight next to your remote. Cause you're really going to have a hard time picking whether to watch TV or to pick up the weights. Okay. Right. So keep them far away from each other. No, but, um, <laughs> so how I, um, how I view working out, like everybody has goals, like some, maybe your goal is to lose weight, right. Get healthier that way. Maybe your goal is to build muscle, you know, that's totally fine. I'm glad that you even have a goal. But like for me, it's more of a maintenance thing. So it's like for me, like whether I start getting irritable with my family or with people at work, I get a little short tempered or I get anxiety. I'm, my brain starts racing and things like that. Mm-hmm. I've learned how to become more, how do you say, self-aware. Mm. And I, re- I learned how to ask myself questions. So um and this kind of ties into one of my other ones. It's like, listen to yourself, listen to your body, listen to your mind. But like, how do you say, don't, don't um, get engulfed in it, all the thoughts and all that. Take a step back and be like, why am I feeling like this? There's gotta be a reason. Like, so when I start feeling those negative effects, I ask myself, when's the last time I worked out? Mm. 
when's the last time I did anything hard? Mm-hmm. Like when's the last time I burned energy? And I'm like, oh, it's been a couple of days, you know, and I notice it. So now I'm kind of hypersensitive to it. So it's like, as soon as I'm like, I get less patient with my kids or something like that. I'm like, Ooh, I need to go hit the exercise bike, like, or something like that. Or, or, or I'm thinking too much. I definitely need to go lift some weights. So, and what I, so how I see working out is maintenance. It's like, let me flush all this bad stuff out of me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I finally found a way to flush it all out. And so it's like, <laughs> let's get it done. So now either losing weight or gaining muscle is just a perk. You know, that's mm-hmm. just a positive perk of it, but that's the last thing on my mind. I'm like, I'm like, I'm pumping the music. And I'm like, get it all out, get it all yeah. out. Get it all You're out. like, get the emotions out before the game. Exactly. Well, because it's not fair to everybody else. And so I'm like, if I have a way to, if I have a, if I have control of that, if I have a control of my mood and what comes out of my mouth and my actions, and there's a way for me to make it calmer, more positive for everybody else, including myself, I feel obligated to do that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it, it, and that's why I would say, and it's funny, I'm, I'm, I'm stealing, I'm stealing good habits away from you. I'm sorry, Laura, but they all kind of tie in together. <laughs> um, I like to work out and I like to work out early in the day because if I can flush as much, you know, bad stuff out of my system mentally and physically, as early as possible in my day, then the smoother, it, it sets the stage for a smoother, more positive day. So that would be mine. Sorry. <laughs> so that would be my, uh, that would be my uh, one uh, or two, three, three of <laughs> three of mine. Sorry. Laura, your no, turn. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I kind of, to piggyback on yours, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We're just picking back um, off of each other. <laughs> right. No, because one of them is that I'm trying to do that have that consistent bedtime and also you know like waking up time like keeping the waking up and going to bed consistent is also Mm -hmm. like kind of like how you set your day and so if you know you're waking up and then releasing all your you know I don't want to say your anger because it's not always anger like you know your emotions yeah your the negativity let's just say negativity kind of covers it all Yeah. yeah um it kind of sets the day you know and so um I, one of the other things that I've been trying to implement is that consistency of going to bed. Uh, it's really hard when you work graveyard and then yeah. your day is off, you're like awake still <laughs> at that time. <laughs> um, but I think, I think I've been, I think I've been better at the consistency of waking up than I have of going to bed right now. So I'm, you know, kind of working on both, but it's been better waking up and, um, at night, what I have been trying to do is like when I told you, like even reading or like, you know, being like not trying not to be on my phone, um, reading something. Um, I, you know, try to watch TV shows sometimes. And I talked to a coworker about this the other day, too. And they were like, it's because sometimes you kind of feel like you want to unwind for the day. Like, right. feel like you didn't really live your day because you kind of slept all day and then woke up, went to work. And then you kind of come back home and you're like, I have to go to sleep because I have to do these things. But sometimes you're like, let me just watch one or two and, you know, things like that. So that kind of ruins the consistency of bedtime. And I'm like, okay, what can I do to, you know, uh, not, you know, look into my phone or, um, you know, want to watch that TV show? Because 
<laughs> I'm not going to lie. There's been a lot of new TV shows and I'm like, oh, <laughs> let me just watch one, you know, and I try not to do it every single day because I know that it's been something that I'm working on for such a long time. And then yeah. I always fall back. But it's like, come on, <laughs> come on. Some TV shows are just too good. Season, season <laughs> comes out. You're like, just one more. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think that's why, too, like having that whole night shift, like you kind of your whole day is upside down. So instead of making myself guilty, like I just kind of gave that to myself, like, all right, if you're going to do it today, tomorrow, you can do it, you know, kind of yeah. like balance it because I, I see myself like I would come home and try not to do anything or like read. And I would read like a chapter and it'd be like, okay, I'm kind of tired. Let me go to sleep. And then I'd be like thinking about other things and, and all that stuff. And I'm like, oh, I don't think I'm, what's the word for it? Uh, and maybe talking about electronics, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to be like, oh, I need to watch TV, but oh my God, what's the word? I always do this, man. Well, it's what's, well, I mean, it's not about electronics. It's just something that you enjoy. You know, mm-hmm. you love the art of the TV show and that's what makes you unwind. That's what takes your mind yeah. off of everything, all the hecticness of work, life, responsibility. You can just, you know, just um, indulge yourself, mm-hmm. you know, for half an hour or an hour. I mean, yeah. And so I, I could totally see that. Like for me, when I get home, I try to, so uh, full disclosure, I take melatonin, but that's just, that's just what's worked with me. Yeah. I've and, taken um, melatonin <laughs> too. But I, and they're like these little gummy bears and I get them from, from, uh, from the store. So, yeah. So, but what I do is I get home, I take, I take uh, my vitamin, I take the uh, gummy bears and then. I like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a gamer. So one time I, I found out real quick, you should not play call of duty in the morning when you want, before you go, because adrenaline is a thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> and frustration. So, so I learned not to do that. Cause I will not go to bed with yeah. e- even with melatonin, but I do like baseball. And so I'm like, you know what? I'll just play that. And that's a very mundane kind of <laughs> boring thing. Like, especially if you're pitching a game, you're like, Hey, next pitch. Okay. Next pitch. Okay. <laughs> But then before I know it, I'm all, yeah, you know what I mean? So it's like, I found out like certain, maybe certain TV shows. Yeah. Like the the stimulation was the word that I was trying to like, you know, the different types of stimulation that you do. Like if I don't stimulate my brain enough to think like I didn't, you know, enjoy something enough, like I keep thinking about it. And so that's, and you bringing that up is, is, uh, with the, um, adrenaline. (laughs) I mean, yeah. some TV shows give you that as well, you know? Yeah, so don't watch a horror movie yeah. before bed, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, it's like, you got to find, you got to kind of... Maybe find something relaxing. Like, I don't plan it. I'm just going to get home and watch Animal Actually, Planet. you know, real stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, like stuff like that. Like, with the, let's talk about this ant crawling around, building a leaf. It's, That'll it's, put me to sleep real fast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I bring up Animal Planet because it's also like, Jordan likes to watch a lot of YouTube. And so I've... Okay playing those videos for him and I saw myself like just you know calming down and I'm like oh I like this kind of like stimulation you know like there's a different stimulation of what you watch and you know what you do and all those things and so with the consistency of you know going to bed like I realized that it's like also the stimulation of what I bring and if I if I accept that I had a good day or that I did enough in the day, then I, sometimes I can go to sleep well. But then sometimes yeah. I'm like, I can't sleep. Like, I just want to watch something or do something. And then I kind of find myself doing it. And then after I stimulated myself, I'm like, all right, I got to sleep now. Yeah, <laughs> I, well, I think that's part of because of graveyard. I don't really know. Maybe people are like, no, you're just making excuses or whatever. I'm like, no, <laughs> 
I'm like, I sleep most of the day, sadly. And sometimes I, you know, wake up and I'm with my son. And then when he leaves with his dad, then sometimes I get a nap in before work, you know, or I have to, you know, do my um, lunch and things like that. And it's just, it's that prioritizing of like, okay, should I watch something while I'm going to work? Like, you know, making lunch and I'm watching right. something. And then I'm like, okay, when I get back home, I'm like, okay, I already watched TV earlier, <laughs> you know, and things well, like well, that. Well, you touched on something that's on one of my other good habits oh, or positive habits. Because you were talking about how you sleep most of the day. Well, one of the <laughs> things that I put was, you know, if you're going to set an alarm, set the alarm, respect the alarm. Yeah. <laughs> the snooze button does not exist. <laughs> so yeah. it's like for me one of the things is um especially like one of the one of the things I hear this with a lot of people and it, it happened with me especially like taking melatonin to help me fall asleep and no I don't pop I don't eat half the jar I literally just take what the in- instruction says says two gummy bears 20 milligrams okay full disclosure <laughs> people okay they're like Ryan's on melatonin baby and I'm like every single day <laughs> the brain naturally makes melatonin thank you anyway so <laughs> But um, push sometimes, you know, <laughs> some of the compl- I tell people this and some of the complaints um, have been, oh, I wake up super groggy, like super like clouded and fogged in the head. And they're like, I don't like that. So I don't take it. I was like, I agree with you, because when I first started taking melatonin, it, it did fog my brain and it made me I could just sleep for hours. Like I, I could just, I just keep, I, I keep waking up and go back. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Next thing I know, I was supposed to get up at noon and I'm up at 3 PM mm-hmm. and I'm like three hours of my day that it could have been working out. It could have been, yeah. you know, unwinding or like, you know, doing me time. It could have been helping my wife clean the house. I just burned. So yeah. I hated that feeling. So as uh, this is the hard part, this is one of the harder positive habits is to respect your alarm clock mm-hmm. somehow and don't ask me how but <laughs> it just ends up happening people you get this little inner voice where it's just like for a half a second you'll wake up my alarms up and then your the little voice will go no get up get up get up like you know what i mean like real quick and then before and then then you have a choice you either okay yeah, i gotta get up or nope be quiet mm-hmm you got to get up. And then as foggy as you may feel, because, you know, you didn't get that extra two hours of sleep. If you get some, get a little bit of food in your stomach, get, drink a nice cold cup of water or your coffee, and then go for a walk, go outside. Mm-hmm. Or if you have an exercise bike or something, you know, get there, do some push ups. Once you get the blood flowing through your body and your brain, I promise you, at least for me, the fog disappears way quicker. Mm. And then some people say, if you do that, if you work out early or get the blood pumping, you don't even need the cup of coffee. I still need a cup of coffee, but, (laughs) (laughs) but that's another way to do it. So if you can just respect your alarm and then get your day going, get the wheels turning, Mm -hmm. you know, pull the pull the lawnmower, you know, and get that running, you're going to have a lot more time in your day to get more done. And you're going to feel better about yourself by the end of the day. You're giving yourself the opportunity to implement these other positive habits that we've talked about so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so that's why I mentioned like waking up has been a lot easier because of yeah. like, you know, setting the alarm and respecting it. Like you do 
yeah, you feel tired, but once you get the body moving, you kind of wake up. And then after you're done with the things that you were supposed to do, you have this feeling of like, okay, I got my stuff done. I started saying like, okay, my adult checklist done. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, I dropped off Jordan at school, checklist, adult checklist done. <laughs> I, you know, got gas, washed my car, did the groceries, adult checklist done. You know what I mean? Like you reward yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like you check those things off and then it feels a lot better. And so that has been like my drive to continuing, you know, to like, okay, I'm sorry that maybe I didn't go at the right time to bed um, or I couldn't sleep, um, but I have to wake up at a certain time. And if I have to wake up, I have to wake up. And so like, I've kind of like done that and it's been easier. So hopefully, hopefully bedtime gets better, but but the morning has been very good. Well, that's good. It's a start. You know, you just got to get the wheels turning. And once you get the wheels turning, you feel better and you're going to know yourself. You're going to be like, I like this. Mm -hmm. I want more of it. You know what I mean? Nothing beats like if you're just if if you just fall into this like sea of like, I don't want to do anything. I just put everything off and I'm just going to keep watching TV, the TV or the games or the messing around just it doesn't feel rewarding. You're just kind of like, uh, and then you'd kind of feel uh, for me, I feel worse after I do it. Cause then I look, I'm like, all I did was play like six hours of video games mm-hmm. when, and I still have all this other stuff to do. Yeah. But when you complete your adult checklist, you know, there's no more responsibilities at the time and it is guilt-free. You can enjoy you know, and you fully enjoy it. and I guarantee you people it feels so much better <laughs> to not have be feel guilty at the end of your like TV you show or so much more yeah. yeah and it feels it just feels so much better and you feel just happier um, it's and we make it sound easy it's not easy <sighs> especially if you're just starting I get it I yeah. get it but if you can just get your foot in the door and get the wheels turning I mean you gotta honestly, start somewhere you know like it, it's hard, but you, that's, I mean, it's still hard for me. I'm not, oh, know, yeah, me too. Like, yeah. it's just, you keep doing it, and eventually, you that feeling of satisfaction of, oh, I did my stuff and guilt free, you know, watch TV or do whatever you want to do. Um, it, it keeps the drive going. And, Absolutely. It's a victory. Yeah. And, and when you mentioned, you know, like even waking up and like drinking water, um, that's on my list because I've been drinking a lot more water and it's also good to, I I think that's what they say, like to drink water, like the first thing in the morning, like drink a a glass of water. So 70% of your body's made of it. It probably needs some water after it's been, you know, hibernating for about hours. (laughs) And, and so I, I started doing that and then, you know, um, made it, made it fun with the little cup (laughs) that I've got. Sorry. (laughs) Um, but yeah, like I, I just, you know, have been trying to drink a lot more water and that whole, like that I er mentioned earlier about sodas was a big ass, you know, target to me (laughs) because I'm like, I keep telling myself, like, I'm going to stop drinking so much soda. And then there's certain foods that I'm like, I can't eat this without a soda. (laughs) And I'm just like, all right, if you're going to do that, you know, you can't, you kind of, when you meal prep, I meal prep my sodas. It sounds really bad, but I try to do that. Like, I'm like, if I, if I don't meal prep my sodas, I'm going to be drinking a soda every day. Look, it, it sounds bad, but let's analyze this. Yeah. You are actually 
thinking and scheduling when you are willing to reward yourself with a soda. Now that's way better than some of us. Like when I was in college, Oh my goodness. You would think my room was a Coca-Cola museum. (laughs) I mean, literally every shelf just perfectly. And they looked neat. Okay. I was kind of proud of myself. (laughs) I just had rows of cans. I was like, how many cans can I get? So it was just thinking about it. It was just ridiculous, but it, the fact that you're actually exhibiting that self-control mm-hmm. that in itself is a victory mm-hmm. because it takes, that's one of the first couple steps is trying to make a change, trying to make a system. Cause so many of us, we can get so easily lost and just go, screw it. Mm-hmm. You know what? Six pack, you know what? It's it just, it just, <laughs> you know, nobody it, talking about those six packs. Sometimes it's your health in general. Like, you oh, feel right. so no, no, no. I meant like six pack of soda. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I meant like six packs, like a, like abs. I was like, no, 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 no not at all. We're just yeah, talking yeah. about soda. Sorry. <laughs> six pack will come. No, but, <laughs> um, but you know, this brings us to another thing. Like um, when, like, and I know you've been, you've been pretty open about talking about trying to eat better. Right. And this is all what you're saying. You're trying, you, you try not to skip meals. You're trying yeah. to have more nutrition because, you know, you have to take care of your vehicle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Guys, our bodies are our vehicles. And, um, if you're running your car at, you know, a half a half a pint low of oil or not putting in the right gas, you know, the car's not gonna last long. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with the food in our bodies and the fluids. And um, so one of the things this all for me, it all starts in the beginning of the day. Start your day off right. This is this is the, one of the biggest keys. So breakfast, you know, I'm just going to grab something quick. How many of us do that? Ah, I'm not, and me, I'm lazy. OK. Hi, my name is Ryan and I am one day sober of being lazy. Wrong. So it's like it's. <laughs> Like when my wife goes out of town, oh, I am a mess because she's usually making breakfast or she makes the lunches and all that. And I'm like, ah, I can put a piece of bread with some peanut butter and that'll tide me over. You know, it's you got to get out of the laziness and have a complete breakfast because your body needs the protein it needs the vitamins it needs the the oils it needs all the stuff for it to run. You mm-hmm. know, when you go to a gas station or get a tune up, they don't just fill up the windshield wiper fluid. Mm-hmm. right? They got to check everything. Well, you need to check. Everybody should check off all the boxes on the breakfast, uh, especially on breakfast. Because if you just say, I'm just going to grab a bagel, that's not doing anything for you. You're still going to be like, you know, pretty bad later. Mm-hmm. So it's like one of my other, and I think this is my final um, positive habit is if you, when you have your breakfast or any meal, try to make it as complete as possible. You know what I mean? Don't just grab a banana grab a banana with some peanut butter. It's really good. <laughs> um, but you'll get your fruit, you'll get your, you know, get your potassium and you'll get your protein. Okay. And you'll get some healthy oils, just, just a little bit of research and then try to add some things together. Don't, don't just grab the bagel. Don't just grab the croissant because you're on the go and it's quick yeah. and maybe do what Laura does meal prep a little bit the night before. This is what I'm going to have for breakfast. I'm going to have this set aside because what if you wake up late? What if the alarm didn't work? Oh, man. Uh, now, now, Okay, well, I already screwed that up. Now, oh, I don't have time for breakfast, for a complete breakfast. I'm just going to grab a bagel. Oh, now I feel bad because mm-hmm. you started your day off wrecked. I don't have time for a walk. Oh, 
see how easy it is to knock all these positive habits, these little positive habits off the table. It's really easy to just throw them off the table. Okay. And it all depends how you start your day. So if we could just set ourselves up, you know, the best possible way to make it easy for ourselves to complete these steps, the easier it is to make these steps, the easier it is to complete these positive habits, the easier it is for you to get better in your life. Yeah, no, definitely. And I mean, you just, consistency is hard, but once you get into it, like it really does, you know, you, you see the the difference and then you just want to keep doing it. And even if you fall off the wagon, I mean, you just start again. You don't beat yourself up like, oh my God, I was doing so good for two weeks. And then I, you know, messed up. Like, it's okay. Just start again. I mean, I think the worst thing that you can do is stay there when you fall down instead of dusting yourself up and getting back up and you're like, all right. And then I know you guys hear this because I am changing my stuff all the time. And that's because some things just don't work. So don't be afraid of changing it up. If this didn't work, I mean, before I would be like, okay, soda's only on the weekend. That wasn't working. Like, (laughs) you know, now I got to start meal prepping my sodas too. You know, with certain foods, I don't like to, you know, not drink soda with it. So then I'm going to do this. So like, I'm always changing it up. And it, it, Sometimes to me, it sounds like I can't make up my mind, but it's like, I know that the other thing's not working. So what else can I do? And what else? Right. Can I do? So as long as you keep moving forward and keep trying and keep, you know, trying to find that good thing that, you know, works for you, everything's going to be fine. Like, just keep going. Just, just, it's all right. You curl up in your bed, cry for like five minutes. <laughs> like, all right, let's go. <laughs> let's go do this again. <laughs> that's what I, that's actually what I did. And that's how I figured out working out early. Mm-hmm. Um, it was what worked for me because I didn't do that right away. I was like, okay, maybe I should get more sleep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should eat a more complete breakfast. I still felt groggy, mm-hmm. like all the way until work later that night. Like mm-hmm. I, it was terrible. And then one day I was like, uh, I'm just going to work out. And then as soon as I started going to exercise bike, started listening to music, started going all of a sudden, I literally just felt like the clouds mm-hmm. dissipating. And I was like, bingo. And then I, I grabbed it and I hung on to it. I was like, find what works best for you. Yep. And that's always going to be the model here on FG. <laughs> on fostering growth. We got to learn to foster our growth. All right. So my last one um, is something that I used to do a lot before um, and then kind of let it go. And then I started trying to do it again and I let it go. <laughs> And I'm once again, starting it again, (laughs) but because this time I do see that there's just so much bottled emotions with me and Mm. as good of a talker that I am, that sometimes I don't shut up, (laughs) not, it's easier to talk about than my feelings, (laughs) you know, like it's so much easier. And I bet for a lot of you, you know, it's the same thing. So journaling is something that I've enjoyed to do, you know, journal about my day, journal about a a writing prompt. You know, I I do enjoy writing. And sometimes like I tell myself, okay, like, let's write how you're feeling. Because when I try to talk to a friend, I have so much emotions bottled that I start crying. (laughs) And it's like, I don't even get to say what I need to say because I'm crying. 
And, you know, then you, well, I, for me personally, I start feeling even worse because I can't even get through what I'm trying to say. And sometimes it's not even a big deal, but I have all of this on me. So I'm like, okay, what's a better way to, you know, release my emotions without having to feel judgment by another person. And I know my friends don't judge me. I know that they don't, but you have that in the head, like, oh my God, what are they going to say? What are they going to think? What if I come back to my friend that I've already come back to 20 times about the same thing? And they're going to be like, oh my God, again. And it's okay. If some people, you know, might not, might not always be there, but you always have to release it. You have to find a way, you know, and if you can't find somebody that's going to give you what you need, because again, everybody reacts to things differently. You have to find your own self, how to be able to release it. So I know that I have a lot of friends who can tell me like, oh, you can talk to me. You can talk to me and I can talk to them. But when it comes to like really like deep down things inside me, I keep it away from everyone. Like, like sometimes I don't even like my closest friends don't know exactly what's going on with me because I feel like, you know, not judgment by them, but like when you say it out loud, you're like, oh my God, this is, you know, this isn't, this has nothing to do with anything. And they're going to think that it's funny or sorry, silly and stupid or, you know, things like that. And, and you just, you just need to let it out. You just need to, you know, release it in that way. And so I was like, okay, journaling is going to help me write down my feelings in paper and let it out. And I'll probably be crying the whole time (laughs) and the paper is, you know, going to be, but at least I'm not going to be feeling like, like I can't let, you know, express myself because I'm choking on my words or I'm going to feel, you know, this is insignificant, like just write it out, just let it out. And so that's what I've been doing. You know, sometimes I kind of write for five minutes. Sometimes I write for 20 minutes and sometimes my hand gets all freaking my tendonitis in my hand. (laughs) It doesn't help, but it has helped me clarify my feelings and when I see myself writing down about something and then I'm like, okay, I let it out and maybe it was a silly thing, but at least I let it out. But then when I know that, like, you know, you kind of read it back and you kind of, you're like, okay, you know, I felt like this way or whatever. Then I think to myself, okay, you know what? I need to talk to somebody about this. And since I've already been able to let it out on paper, like it's easier to talk to this person. I'm still crying, but it's easier to like not cry so much because I already let my emotions out, you know, in a personal and private way. I wrote them out and I, you know, kind of tell myself like, it's going to be okay. Let it out. The It's just me, you and the paper, (laughs) you know, nothing bad is going to happen. And, and I think expressing my emotions has helped a lot with my mental health. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the biggest things in my life right now. Like, yeah, physical health and all that, but like my mental health is is what's more important because if I can't take care of my mental health, then I can't really take care of the rest of me because mentally, you know, that's what gets you up. That what, what drives you, what gives you the momentum of like, I want to wake up and set my day and, and do this and do that. And, you know, move on with my goals. But if I'm not mentally in that mindset, like it's not going to happen. And so I think the journaling has been like kind of like, you know, uh, how do you say it? Like key part in your in yeah, your like, journey to mm-hmm, getting better of, at this. Yeah. And, it, and it's, it's a healing process as well. Absolutely. Like, like you just, I don't know. Like I, I really feel maybe if you don't like writing, maybe type on your computer or on your phone, open up your notes and just release it. 
release it into, you know, you gotta let it out some way. And if, you know, if journaling helps, cool. And if it doesn't, you know, find other ways. Like I said, you don't like writing. Maybe you can type it out on your phone, on your computer, et cetera, et cetera. Like whatever way you think you can release your words and express them. I mean, I, you should definitely do it. (laughs) Well, this kind of goes back. Yeah, I agree with you. This, this goes back to like, what we've said in previous episodes, like I remember, I think before I even, you know, I think the first episode you and I ever did together back when I was just the engineer, I wanted to talk about, um, about what music does for me mm-hmm. and everything. So it's like, like, you're right. Like for me, journaling in the classic dear diary, you know, sense never really worked for me. Cause I just felt like I'm like, I'm talking to a book, you know, it's just yeah, my, yeah. this is my logic. Right. But for other people, for you, for anybody else that could really do something for them. And by all means do it. Yeah. Uh, for me, like, um, it, it was like, I could never, I don't know why, but it's like, I've told people, I've opened up to people before about like, whatever I'm feeling, whatever, you know, just terrible things are going on with me. And it just never felt satisfied. Mm-hmm. But for me, if I wrote a song with it, mm-hmm. because music, like writing, like, like I've, I've said before, music is the bridge to me, to your soul from the outside world to inside. And it, for me, it's the only way. And it's the only way to touch that, to like, you know, to touch that deep, that deep part of you. Mm-hmm. And then um, after I would write a song for about whatever I'm feeling, it was almost like I, it's almost like a, like a, if anybody's seen Harry Potter and, you know, Dumbledore's got the memory and he's yanking the memory out of his mm-hmm. head and putting it in the glass. That's how it is for me. Yeah. Like pulling it out from inside me and putting it on paper. Mm-hmm. Now, whatever I'm feeling is there. And it's like, boom, it's in my black book, which is over there. But um, <laughs> but it's like uh it, it's there, and I don't know, it that's that's when I feel satisfied for expressing myself. And if I ever feel those feelings again, I start playing that song in my head. Mm. And it almost reflushes those feelings back out because it's like I've already put it down there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I and I kind of re-put it there by just going through what I wrote. Mm-hmm. And that's what's helped me to unlock that. And then, you know, going just kind of going back to what you were saying about like how you were saying, like, you know, you have your close friends that you can talk to. And, you know, even though like, like with, like, I kind of can relate to that. Cause like, I've had friends where I just keep going to them, keep going to them, mm-hmm. but, and then you're just saying, Oh, this is going to sound silly. Oh, they're just going to be like, Oh, again with this person and stuff like that. But that's not necessarily, you know, fair to them because, you know, uh, like I've done that with people. I'm like, I'm kind of stuffing thoughts in their, I'm stuffing words in their mouth. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving them the chance. That's my own depiction of what they may or may not be feeling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you know, your closest friends are going to be there countless and countless times. They have feelings too. Sure. They might be going through their own stuff and they're going to feel a certain way, maybe sometimes, but they're still going to show up. Yeah. And then, then that's one of those things that, you know, if you can, you'll start to find out who you can outlet to, you know, basically unlimited. Mm-hmm. And then that's fine. Kind of know your, uh, know your circle, you know, and everything. Yeah. And so I do agree with you though. Um, journaling whether it's dear diary whether it's my method writing a song dear diary 
it's a great, it's a great way. Today we work sucked. <laughs> yeah, to get to get to get all that stuff out of you. Um, but I think this is a perfect way to segue into one of our segments. And uh, let's go. Speaking of music, let's go into our music segment. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, Laura and I decided that it would be fun that we both of us would pick one song that, you know, either we really like or that we've been really kind of vibing on lately and then kind of talk about why we picked this song, uh, talk about the lyrics and what it means to um, what it might mean to me versus what it might mean to Laura. And then maybe you guys can go listen to it and may mean something different to you. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the one thing I want to point about music is like, the one thing I've noticed is like a song can mean a completely different thing to you than it does to the artist, they, ugh, than the artist and then your friend, you know, I mean, the song can mean three different things and that's, that's art right there. You know, it's, it's, um, subjective. So who wants to go first? I was just putting my getting the lyrics out. I was like, oh shoot, that's I'll go first. Okay. (laughs) I'll go first. Um, so the song that I picked and I've been really swimming it in on it lately is Memories from Maroon 5. Um and it's really interesting. I this part of this might be because I just turned 30. And 30, 30, and 30. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, we just went on a trip, you know, not too long ago and uh, got to, you know, have our kids watched and we got to all the, you know, hang out with friends and, uh, you know, get loose and just have a good time and kind of like live back into the high school days. Like we're, everything was carefree. You know, <laughs> we really got to, we really got to go out there and it was, and it was an amazing time. But then, uh, for me, if I'm completely honest, when I got back into reality and got back from the trip, I started feeling a little like down mm-hmm. like, because it was just like, it was like, I felt like I was a caged bird. I got let out and then I'm back in the cage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's not, it's not to say that I don't like my life. It's not to say that I'm ashamed of my responsibilities, but when you feel free like that, like, and it's so rare that you get to be free like that. Mm-hmm. you know it, it you can't help but have that that kind of like bitter taste in your mouth and you're like oh it's gone yeah. you know and I was kind of feeling like that I knew my 30th birthday was coming up and I was just like dude like you know what I mean like I'm like and it was all kind of ganging up on me I went in my car and I was literally just going I, there was a streaming list that says oh today's hits mm-hmm. and I was just like okay next next kind of going through and then all of a sudden memories from Maroon 5 came up and it just sucked me in because it was totally kind of nailing what I was feeling at the time. And so I did pull up the lyrics and, um, Oh, that's your song. Sorry. Here's the lyric. Don't try to steal my song too. I'm not stealing your song. I'm not going to steal. I'm not stealing anything. (laughs) Don't do that to me. (laughs) But, um, so I'll just, I'll just, uh, say one, like one clip. Um, so the beginning, it starts, you know, Here's to the ones that we got. Cheers to the wish you were here, but you're not because the drinks bring back all the memories of everything we've been through. Now, this is what hit me. Toast to the ones here today. Toast to the ones that we lost on the way because the drinks 
bring back all the memories and the memories bring back memories, bring back you. So the reason why this song hit me so hard, especially with us just getting back from our trip and all that, it just reminded me being younger. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like how I felt right this instant. I was like, I was feeling sad that, you know, I'm not that young anymore. I don't have that freedom anymore. And um, then I was thinking about all the friends I used to hang out with and how we all drifted away. Like over time, life, you know, friends just drift away and life happens. And, you know, I, I still have some friends that have stuck with me, but I've lost a lot mm-hmm. at the same time. And so it was just like, this whole thing was connecting with me and it's exactly how I felt. I just kind of felt somber. And uh, the more I listened to it, the deeper I just kind of got into it. Mm -hmm. But what was crazy was, so this is what it reminds, this is what the song means to me is just me getting older, me having to mature, me having to accept that the party days are kind of over for me (laughs) and the, the free, the just constant day-to-day freedom of like, I could do whatever I want. There's no, it doesn't matter what happens tomorrow. It doesn't matter what happens today. Mm-hmm. That's not realistic for me anymore. And I have to learn to accept that. Mm. And uh, that's what that song means to me. And the reason why it tripped me out too, was because I started trying to learn how to play the song on drums. Anyone who knows the song, there's no drums in the song, <laughs> but it's great for a drummer because I can just kind of improvise on it. And so I was playing it over and over on my speaker. And my my wife was like, that's such a sad song. And I was like, <laughs> out of my house. <laughs> she was like, it's so sad. And I was like, yeah, it is sad. And then uh, my that son line. was like, yeah, <laughs> my, my son was like, and then I heard my son. My son's like, why is it sad? Like, what's it about? Mm-hmm. And my wife was like, Oh, it's about, you know, remembering the people who have died. Mm. And I was like, (laughs) that went a totally different direction than I was taking it. And then I listened to it. I was like, okay, I can kind of see that. Like I can see it, but then I keep listening to it. I'm like, no, it it still connects to me about me getting older and having to be more mature. Mm-hmm. And I told her that she's like, no, I think of my family members and, and all the people who have just gone, mm-hmm. you know, because the other lyrics is, um, you know, like, um, you know, everybody hurts sometimes, everybody hurts someday and all these other things. Like I can see where she can, yeah. she can feel that way about yeah, loved ones leaving. Yeah. Especially like in the beginning, kind of like where it says like, cheers to the ones who are here today. And then who we yeah. lost on the way you see it as. The friends I lost and she's as, as the family members I lost, you know, right. there's always that distinction. It goes hand in hand. And I was just like, so, but I just thought it was so interesting. I was like, wow, we have completely two different connections to this song. So I'm curious to you, you know, the song, Laura, I'm curious to you what it might, what the song might mean to you. No, I'm honestly, I, I'm on both. Like, cause I do think about like, you know, loved ones who I've lost and I also think about like friends who I like don't have communication with anymore. When yeah. you say, like when you're kids, you're like, oh, my best friend, my best friend. And then, you know, I'm lucky enough to still have best friends from like elementary and like middle mm-hmm. school. But there was a lot of other people out there, you know, that were your friends and that you were close to. And then now you're not. And so it, it for me, it goes both ways, I guess, depending on like if I'm missing a friend or if I'm missing a family member. Yeah. How do you feel at the moment? Yeah, like I think it would go both ways because 
Um, when you said, when Tony said like, it's a sad song, I was like, yeah, like sometimes I, I was going to say, sometimes I connect it with like death. Yeah. <laughs> so you're bringing that up is like, yeah, it, it could go both ways. Um, losing then, people, especially like, I think for 20, 2022, like this year is like my 10 year high school reunion, Oh, okay. which I'm not going to go to, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, it does get you like, oh, like if I did go, like, you know, what would those people look like or what would they be doing with their life? And then sometimes you find out like, oh, this person is not with this person anymore. Or like, oh my right. God, this person like now is with this person. You're like, what? Like that's a whole, you know, 360. So it's always well, this curious. person was going to be here, but now they decided to go with this career. You know, yeah. it's a completely different thing. Like it's and... completely different lives now because everybody kind of went their own separate ways. So it's yeah. nice to want to, you know, come back and like, connect in a sense yeah revisit but, it. yeah yeah like at the same time it's like sometimes those people leave and it's a good reason why they leave yeah you know? so it's not always that like sad aspect of it but but I do jump back and forth from like friends family members who have passed and like you know especially yeah. recently with like more deaths in my family yeah yeah I, I think it would be a little bit more sad <laughs> on that part, <laughs> on if, I, that, if I heard yeah. memories right now <laughs> Oh, no, trust me. Yeah, I, I started like trying to like apply it to me on the on like, like losing family members. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I could see it. Mm-hmm. I was like, but then I was like, then I look at the lyrics. And I'm like thinking like, what does Adam Levine? What does it mean to him? <laughs> what does you know mean? what I mean? You know, because like I'm looking at this. I'm like, well, actually, if I just like if I just take myself out of it, I'm, I could read this and be like, maybe he's talking about a, a, like a lost um, love, you know, love. You know, I mean, and it it could be that and that would be something completely different from me, from my wife, from you, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's what I love. That's what I find fascinating about music. Everyone can connect to it in their own way. And that's why I always encourage people, man. Music is such a powerful thing. And if you can just learn how to unlock that bridge and connect to it and, you know, connect reality to your soul, you know, it could do wonders for you. Mm hmm. Well, so let's go on to. I do like Maroon Five a lot. <laughs> like <laughs> that was actually the first song I actually like listened to them. Like my I knew what from Maroon Five is "She Will Be Loved." Okay, <laughs> my sad song. Just kidding. Shout out to Maroon Five. <laughs> so right. let's go on to Laura's song. So my song is by uh, Florence and the Machine, um, and I know they're not like hip hop things like Maroon 5 <laughs> um, and I obviously don't mean like the genre hip-hop I'm just meant like you know pop yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like people I don't want people to think that I think that's hip-hop <laughs> like no I know what hip-hop is I'm just saying like hippity hoppity but um, <laughs> my my song is uh dog days are over um and I like the melody is kind of like a roller coaster you know kind of go up or kind of like down up down up and it also kind of the way I see it signifies of like you know the emotions that we go through and how kind of you know letting go of things gets you back up on your saddle (laughs) um so uh picking out a couple of like sections like the beginning does say like um happiness hit her like a train on a track coming towards her stuck still no turning back and then it kind of says like how she tried to get away from like happiness. Like she hit her from it. She, um, you know, fled from it. She it says killed it with kisses, uh, you know, and, and just kind of 
didn't want to accept the happiness. Um, but now my dog days are over, you know? So what it, what it means to me is like, sometimes accepting, you know, some things and then letting go of the rest kind of makes you get back up on, you know, feeling happiness. And some people don't want to feel happiness because they know it can be taken away. And, you know, it, it makes you feel like, no, like, like if I'm happy and then I'm going to be sad and, and how a lot of people, you know, you can never experience true happiness if you don't experience sadness. So another part of it, part of it says, um, leave all your love and your longing behind. You can't carry it with you if you want to survive. And so that kind of resonates with the whole, you know, kind of letting go of some things, you know, you gotta, it says, leave all your love, like, you know, not just like love, like soulmate, but like love in general, like sometimes you, your love for your mother, your father, you know, your brothers and things like that, that are holding you back. Um, you know, you just sometimes got to let it go. And then it says you can't carry it with you if you want to survive. Like, you know that you cannot move on and move forward in life if you don't let go of those things. And so that song really gets me because it's like an upbeat and then slows and then upbeat again. And then, yeah. you know, and it, and it signifies that roller coaster of like, sometimes you want to hold back, but then like, you got to let go. But then you hold back again and you let go, you know? And so I, I really like that it, it says happiness because a lot of people don't accept happiness. They don't want to yeah. accept happiness. And so like it's right here, it says happiness hit her like a bullet in the back. Like happiness is like, I'm here. Like you, you know, just let it all go and accept me and, you know, be able to move on with life. So I, I really, I really like the song. That's what I get from it. You know, every time I hear it, I'm like, oh yeah, it's time, <laughs> it's time to let it all it's go. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, like I, I, I really wanted to share this song, um, because, you know, maybe somebody else listens to it and it hits them a different way. Um, I'll ask for your opinion right now, Ryan, cause I know this is a new song for you. Um, but yeah, it kind of just makes me think about my happiness and how sometimes I self-sabotage or, you know, I hold on to relationships or, or feelings that I'm like, you should just let it go because, Sometimes it's, you know, like you said, you can't, you can't feel the right happiness if you don't yeah. feel the sadness and letting go with sadness, but then you're going to, you know, get back up and yeah, like, it's just something that I want to implement more, you know, kind of moving, moving forward, letting go of what doesn't resonate with you anymore. And yeah. then, you know, if it happens again, you know, you're always going to hit those bumps you got to learn to keep letting go not just because you let go and like all right this is something new no you just got to keep moving and let go of what doesn't mean doesn't mean everything all today but like tomorrow something else pops up let it go two weeks from now something pops up let it go you know things yeah. like that yeah you know yeah i i had never heard of this song until until you know i talked shortly about it and then when you played it for me my initial reaction was like okay i'm getting that it's about her or someone who has had a long stretch of bad luck, mm -hmm. you know, and just, just been down in the dumps for a long time. And then every once in a while, and it sounds like a fairy tale, but it does happen mm -hmm. is you stumble across someone in your life that just, you know, just takes your hand and yanks you out of the, you know, out of the pond. Mm -hmm. And, you know, 
you're not, you're kind of taken aback. You're shocked. Yeah. Cause you're just not used to it. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's like happiness hitter, like a train on a track. It's like, it's like you're the tracks has just been your life the entire time. And it's just been in the dumps. And then all of a sudden, boom, you know, this person's here and you can't even, it's so hard to accept this person. So that's what I was initially getting from it. And then when you were kind of telling me how you felt about it, I was like, okay, I can really see that. Yeah. Like I, I not, and it completely kind of started altering my view of it because it's like my initial view is kind of backwards from your view. Cause my view is like, she's already been terrible and it's like, and someone's rescuing her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Your view is what you just explained. It's like, no, she's in a terrible place. And the only way she's going to get happier is if she lets go. Yeah. And so see how it's like, it's like, it's backwards, but both ways you can kind of see, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Again, fascinating to me how like, this is real art to me. Mm-hmm. Is when it's like how back when we did the sober October, when I when I I, I drew a picture and I uh mm-hmm. and I showed it to you and you told me you saw one thing in the picture. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, where did you get that? <laughs> yeah. Because it wasn't what I in my head what I drew. Mm-hmm. And then I showed my wife and she got a, something different from you and me. I was like, yeah. oh my God, I made art. Yeah. You know? exactly. I, mean, I got all excited because I was like, it's subjective. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that means it's connecting to you. So uh this is a great song. Um, because it was to, for me, because like, not only is it sound good and how it's composed and everything, but from a emotional standpoint, mm-hmm. it connected to, to me in a one very way, but it connected to you in a profoundly different way. And so, yeah, um, I think this is a great, a great song and a shout out, shout out to her, man. Shout out to Florence. <laughs> yeah. And you know me, I, Sometimes like, you know, listening either to song lyrics or even like reading quotes, you know, those things, I I put a lot of thought into how it really connects to my life. And so that's why that's what I get a lot from music. Like sometimes music expresses how you feel without you having to say how you feel. Like you can ask me like, hey, are you here feeling today? And I send you a song. And I mean, you can kind of get the vibe of like, okay, you're feeling a certain way. And so, you know, that's, that's what music does. And we want to introduce a new segment (laughs) where we talk about quotes as well. And um, I'm a really big quotes person. I'm always telling people quotes, sending people quotes, whenever somebody reaches out. Sharing on social media quotes. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever somebody like comes to me and tells me about a certain thing, like I always remember a quote or or try my best to you know kind of send them something like oh like it reminds me of this or like read this and maybe it'll help you and and I mean I just really enjoy the way that express when you can't find the right words you can always find the right song or the right quote to express your feelings um today's quote that I chose uh resonates a lot with me because it's been part of like you know my getting better, you know, trying to focus on my mental health and my physical health. And, and then I say to myself, okay, so I'm working on myself and and all these different changes that I'm doing in myself, but like, what am I working for? And I found this uh, quote that, uh, that I, re- I really, really like it because it says, don't give up on your dreams because they don't get easier to hold on to. And Obviously, a lot of people who have been, you know, either going to school for a very long time for a certain career or 
they depend, you know, they, they have these dreams, but they don't think they're realistic enough because they're like, no, I have to make better money. Or, you know, somebody wants to be, um, you know, an artist, like Ryan mentioned, of you know, painting, like, let's go to that. And I remember that I had one of um, my close friends from high school where she was like, I love art. I love to paint. I love to create. I love to this and this and this. And she was in the art program and, you know, she really enjoyed it. When we went to college, she, you know, she chose nursing. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. I'm like, well, why didn't you go with art? And she was like, oh, well, art's not going to like make my life like, you know, like I have to think of something that's going to give me money. And I'm like, well, art can make you money too. But she saw it a whole different way of like, no, I have to do this and that. But obviously she kept art as a hobby, but she, she, when you know that it's your dream, like you should really fight for it. Yeah. I have the other example, um, you know, bringing up like Daisy, like she came onto the podcast and like she followed her dreams and she's still continuing to follow her dreams and she's, you know, reaching them and even surpassing them because she's like, I want more, I want more. And so she's one of the ones that like I've seen, I'm like, she was like, you know what? forget it. Like, I'm going to do this all in at it. Yeah. Like, and you know, quit her job, her nine to five, put all of her time now on her, you know, business and all that stuff. And she's really growing and she's, you know, it's still hard for her. She's still beginning at it, but she's learning so much and she keeps going. So like, that's really, you know, something that you look at and you're like, Oh, you know, dreams fulfilled it there. And then with me, like with sign language, (laughs) I've been going at it for years. And then the whole pandemic hit, and it got harder and it has been really hard because for me, sign language is, you know, face to face. It's visual and you're on Zoom, but you're not getting the full experience. And yeah. you have to learn about facial expressions and you have to learn about hand placements. And it's really hard. Like here, you, I know you can see my hands, but it's like, you know, yeah, it's not I, I, yeah, I, I. I hope that the upcoming semester, like fall semester, we're able to go back to class yeah. because it's been really tough, like these past two years being um, online. And so I feel like giving up, <laughs> I feel like giving up sometimes I'm like, I, these past years, like, I feel like I didn't get enough, you know, um, information or learned enough because of how difficult it was during zoom that I'm just like, I feel behind. I feel like I'm like, no, like if my next classes, I'm probably going to be behind because I'm not practicing because I'm not doing this because I'm doing that. And I start realizing that it's not getting easier for me to continue, even though I'm almost done. It's still like, I don't know if I should continue doing this. Should I be doing something else? Should I be, you know, focused on just keeping my job of where I'm at right now and seeing maybe if I can work myself up in that job, but I hate that job, you know, and things like, like, like I, I read this quote and I was like, just don't give up on your dreams because it doesn't get any easier. It's going to, you know, get harder and harder, but you have to keep going. And so I wanted to share that with you guys, because I mean, sometimes you got to follow your dreams. Some people might say, no, you shouldn't do that. But if it's truly what you want and you are, you know, all set to to keep working on it and finding different ways, making big goals into smaller goals and, you know, taking baby steps or trying to figure out even doing research about it, like you you can keep going. You will find the right support system, you know, to keep you up and and focused and and wanting to be, um, you know, whatever you want to be, like whatever your dream is. And so. I know that some fields are harder than others and you might want to be like, oh my God, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. But you can always, if that's really what you want to, because it's not going to get easier and nobody's going to 
come in hand do things and you just got to work for it and hard <laughs> what did kim k say just got to work for it you got to work yeah. it out there and work <laughs> yeah it, you know and it's um uh, it's funny i'm just real, realizing that myself like i went to college like luckily my mom you know when she was around supported me and cuz after i graduated high school like i always loved music and i was uh always trying to just um i was uh, in the drum program and everything and uh i was kept developing my skills but then i was like okay well high school's over what are you going to do with your life and i was like well and and i fell into that whole like well um my odds of making money doing music is like close to none so i guess i should try to go to school to be a history teacher you know what i mean or something like that and then my mom was like why don't you just try why don't you just go to school for for you know music and drums and stuff like that and uh luckily my family supported me and and uh you know sent me to school for that but then i found out you know the, about the industry and stuff like that and actually started robbing my happiness of of because then i started finding out what do i actually love doing about drums i love performing mm-hmm. and stuff in that industry it's about doing what everybody else wants you to do and so i lost all love for it for for a little while mm-hmm. and then what i ended up doing was like i ended up just justifying like oh okay drums aren't my dream you know what i mean yeah. and i just i fell into that and i was just like well time to go be a history teacher you know what i mean or something like that and i just mm-hmm. kind of went and um me trying it and then not getting what i wanted out of it just made me sink mm-hmm. so i gave up but what's crazy is fast forward without making this whole podcast about my life. Um, here I am 30 and I'm back to where I'm like, wait, where am I most happy? Mm-hmm. Right behind a drum set, mm-hmm. making my own music. And I'm like, like, so I'm kind of like in the process right now, of trying to rededicate myself mm-hmm. to like, you know what? Just go for it. You know, like just, you have the capability, you have the resources, just get better because I had some students in high school under me that I had to kind of groom because I was going to graduate to take over my spot mm-hmm. and they didn't stop. Mm-hmm. They seized that dream. One guy is still just making ends meet, but man, he is doing gigs left and right. And he's like super free. And another guy, he, he managed to travel the world and play drums everywhere. And they both smoke me now. Mm-hmm. Like their skills are so amazing because they never stopped. Yeah. I stopped. Yeah. Like I gave up and now I'm like starting over. Mm-hmm. So I agree. With you. Don't give up on your dreams. It doesn't get any easier. And if you give up your net, your dreams don't go away. It's like yeah. when you think about them, yeah, you would still be happy doing those things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And now it's that much harder, but mm-hmm. you can still do it. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. And, and even like dreams can change. Like yeah. there's sometimes, I mean, <laughs> everybody had this you're a kid and you're like i want to be a doctor i want to be a veterinarian i want to be a lawyer i want to be I'm a- go to the moon you know? yeah and then you grow up and then you're like you know what i think i'm into fashion i think i'm into art i think i'm into music and then you grow up and you're like you know what i think i'm into this like it's <laughs> yeah. changing but as long as it makes you happy and yeah. you see yourself truly in that career or in that part you know or, um you know, in your life that you're like, you, I want this for myself, then, you know, go for it. But even if it gets hard and then you want it, you have to keep going for it. You know, it's, it's, you have to pace yourself, you know, take it day by day, week by week, semester by semester. Cause that's what I've been doing, taking it semester by semester. 
because, you know, if you give up now, all your hard work is just going to be there. And then you're just going to be like, I should have kept going. That's true. And, and, you know, like Ryan said, you know, like for him to see his, you know, other friends who now made it up and you're just like, I should have kept going with it. I should have kept going. You know, there's going to be a lot of times where you're going to say I should have and it's okay. Just be like, let me start again. You know, remember how I said before, you just, it's, you fall down, just fall down and go again. Yeah. That's how, and that's how I felt because every time I wasn't just pursuing drums or music, I felt like that portion of my life, that college portion was a waste. Mm -hmm. Like I look back, I'm like, I I gave up, I I wasted it. You know what I mean? But now that I'm kind of like trying to refocus myself, it, 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 it helps motivate me. And it's like, like you said, with like, like with Daisy, she dropped everything and is is just still pursuing her dream. If you love, absolutely love what you're doing, it's not work. Yeah, no, it's not work. There's that another quote that says you do love and you're not going to work a day in your life. Exactly. So we'll go, we'll, we'll wrap this up with, uh, with my quote and um, my quote that this, this is a quote I came across maybe a couple of years ago, but it always stuck with me. And it's uh, never be ashamed of a scar. It simply means you are stronger than whatever tried to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I have some really deep scars. I know Laura has some really deep scars. And there's been times where I've looked at mine and I felt like I, I lost something. Something was robbed of me or I just every time I look at that scar or think about that scar, I'm just like, I get depressed because then it just brings me back to what happened. Mm-hmm. And you, you, it's so easy to take away the negative, just the, the, the gallons of negativity that goes with that experience. Mm-hmm. But Hey, I'm still here. Laura's still here. And whoever's listening with your scars, you're still, you're still here. here. So you survived it. Yeah. And you got to remember that. And so instead of looking at it as, oh, like all this bad stuff happened in my life, I've, you know, I've been through uh, so much. Instead of looking at it like downward, like, yeah, I've been through a lot and I've survived a lot. Mm -hmm. And so that's why, you know, it only means you were stronger than what tried to hurt you because you're still here, Mm -hmm. no matter what. So that's one of my favorite things. Cause it just, it, anytime I start to kind of wallow in my past, um, past endeavors, that quote, just like, Hey, you're still here. You're still going. Mm-hmm. So keep moving forward. And that's why that's one of my favorite quotes. Yeah. That's, that's something that I've implemented too, of like, instead of, I mean, you know, me, I'm bad luck, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> Bad luck, Laura strikes again every week. <laughs> but I that was gonna to- be the name of the podcast, by the way. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even joke about it, okay? Because it was on there. It was on that list. It was on the. It was on the idea. Bad luck, Laura. <laughs> I crossed it out fairly quickly. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I can, I can talk about but on the bad things and the good. Things. I was like, no, Laura, stop. I'm like, I'm bad luck, Laura. It's catchy. <laughs> no, but um. I, I I also had to kind of, you know, give myself props because, you know, it hasn't been easy. And, you know, you when you yourself look back into your life and you're like, wow, it really hasn't been easy. But look, look at you now. You're still here. And, you know, sometimes 
sometimes you need to be the only person to give yourself a pat in the back to tell yourself, you know what, you're doing great. Look at yourself in the mirror and be like, you got this, boo. You got this. <laughs> so I'm telling you, like, like you might feel alone at times, but if you can give yourself those pep talks and that little, you know, beep beat of like, I got this. And like, what is it? The uh God, I, I'm really bad at analogies, but anyway. That vote of confidence, you know. <laughs> like, like that, oh, that little pep in your step. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I said beat, but okay. No, but I I tend to be a downer for myself, but then I'm like, I need to be, I need to stop being such a downer and start being a little bit more like my pep talk my friends all the time. Why can't I pep talk myself too? So yeah, telling myself, you know what? It's okay. Like you've gone what you've gone through, but you've survived and you can keep going. So remember. Be proud of what you've gone through. Yeah. That, that the fact that you faced all of this, all these obstacles, all, all, whether it's obstacles, abuse, you're still here and you're listening to this right now. And you are on a step forward in your journey to, you know, growing, getting better, bettering your life for you and whoever you care about. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I think on that note, it's a great way to end. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for taking the time to listen to us. I know this was a much longer podcast than we normally do, but I think it was a lot of good stuff. And, um, you know, where you can uh, please like, share, subscribe on YouTube. Tell your friends. They can find us on Apple Podcasts. They can find us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Amazon. Laura, please, if you will, social media. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at fostering.growth.pod. Twitter is at, no, not at, well, yeah, at foster underscore growth with two ages. Um, our Facebook, it, you can search us up at, as Fostering Growth Podcast. And since we're on YouTube now, doo -doo -doo, uh, you can also search for Fostering Growth Podcast on YouTube and these beautiful videos that we are now releasing into the public are now live. <laughs> um, and also remember, if you want to write to us, you know, have any feedback, you know, go ahead and review us, you know, submit a, what is it? The, the, the review is like the five star or whatever thing kind of thing. Do a review, do a comment, email yeah, us with like any it, ideas of maybe topics together. that you want to talk about, any topics, any ideas, how you might be feeling. And uh, maybe we can uh, discuss it on a future episode. Yeah, and feel free to email us as well. Remember, we have an email, uh, fostering.growth.pod at gmail.com. All right, guys. It's been amazing. And uh, hopefully we can keep coming up with more topics, more segments for you guys. Appreciate all the support. Everyone across America, everyone across the world, we love you. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye.